I'm Raymond Petrolio, and welcome to Sound and Scene. We're remote today from Liberty International Airport in beautiful Newark, New Jersey. As the holidays approach this year, we can't help but feel inclined to dust off some old Christmas favorites. Naturally, it's particularly special when we can unearth a work or two from those artists we've had the pleasure of meeting personally here on the show. In this case, we go back a bit further. As many of you know, my uncle Victor Petrolio hosted a program not that much unlike our own many years ago. Between 1943 and 1952, with various revivals in the 1970s, he helmed the program What's That Noise Over There? What's That Noise trafficked largely in recordings and live performances in studio from acts playing the clubs in New York, and increasingly a mix of musical and comedic talent from the Borscht Belt Resorts up in the Catskills. So we thought this holiday we'd take you down memory lane. And without further delay, here's the What's That Noise Over There broadcast from December 25th, 1946 for you all to imbibe. A touch of warm cider on a cold night. Hope you enjoy. From the George E. Waring Jr. Studios at the Greater Manhattan Waste Management Plaza, Parson Toilet Bars presents What's That Noise Over There with Victor Petrolio. Now here's your host, Victor Petrolio. Thank you, Bernadette. What an amazing show we have for you folks out there tonight. Let's begin by honoring the legacy of a real friend and an amazing artist, Harry Elysium. He maintained, from what we understand, all the sinks in this amazing building for the last 12 years, three of which wherein we've had the pleasure of witnessing his artistry firsthand. Johnny, how about a solo in his honor while I throw some complimentary Parson toilet bars to the cleaning staff? Thank you, Johnny. Harry Lee, you'll never forget those things. You don't forget the places where you sometimes have to put your face. Winifred Algon Quinn, what about your face? Victor, my face is in a good place because I always rely on Parson's toilet bars. That's fascinating, Winifred. What makes Parson's the best? Victor, in part, it's a patented mixture of rejuvenating chemicals gentle enough to lift and firm your cheeks and contours, while quite strong enough to unclog sinks and toilets. I just don't know how they do it, Winifred. If only that were all, Victor. Not only does the average consumer of Parsons' toilet bars live 25 years longer... A quarter century more? Yes, we must add to that that when just a scoop of Parsons' toilet bar is made into an aerosol... It's capable of killing an entire nest of Argentinian tarantula hornets on contact. Mighty, mighty stuff. If only we'd had Parsons when I was a boy. We could have saved our parish priest. Are these still being made available to the general public? Yes, quite so. Parsons toilet bars can be found in just about every shop you care to stroll into. Get them wherever dairy or ammunition are sold. Parsons toilet bars, what a miracle. Now I hear from me a voice that sent a stage, but it's not a stage at all. It's a warm hearth in a cozy drawing room, snow lilting just outside the curtain window, and illuminated by the glow of it all, Mortimer Hornbrine and the Jasper Twins, Elysia and Mercury. Now let's listen in as they are accompanied by Boris Karloff and the Waking Pair Orchestra. So I suppose you children are ready for your story after that filling Christmas dinner? Oh, yes, Grandpapa. Yes, please. And I suppose you both remember what this season is about. 
And while we pray before the meal... To give thanks, Grandpapa. Yes, to give thanks for such wonderful gravy. That last one was way, way off, but you are only children. Disappointing you couldn't think to mention Jesus at all, his name being right there in front of you. Too hard, I guess. Tell us a story, Grandpapa. Yes, please, a story. Oh, all right. Now, you two children happen to be twins, yes? Yes. Yes. Well, there have been a lot of twins in this world, very famous twins down through the ages. Why, in mythology, Apollo and Artemis. Then there were the brothers, Chang and Ing Bunker, the original Siamese twins. To boot, back in the years before the Civil War, there were two other brothers by the name of Perm and Tuck. Maybe you'd like to hear about them. Tell us, Grandpapa, please. Were they twins? Were they twins? I'm gonna guess you were dropped a couple of times. Yes, of course they were twins. Perm and Tuck were hard-working boys overseeing a very large, prosperous farm, growing corn and cotton and cereal grains, all manner of crop. Gosh, how many slaves did they have, Grandpapa? Oh, boy. And now a message from Penetrating Radiance Digestive Tablet Additive from Anderson Nuclear Laboratories. Friends, how many times has nature failed you? In the park, on the way to the grocer, riding on a public bus, and within your abdomen, the rebellion has begun. A betrayal unfolds featuring the very morsels that began as a celebration of living, moments filled with laughter and frivolity, the breaking of bread together. But something isn't breaking down properly. Now, each time the bus lurches to a stop to let on another passenger, you feel the urge to release all of yours. That's when you wipe the sweat off your brow and retrieve just a single penetrating radiance tablet additive from Anderson Nuclear Laboratories. Don't have a glass of water handy? That's no trouble for our penetrating radiance tablet additive. By just holding the tablet in your mouth, as it dissolves, it miraculously creates up to 47,000 cubic feet of foam, enough to penetrate your digestive system quickly and fuse anything in its path into a solid mass. Some call it a miracle, but at Anison Nuclear Laboratories, we only know it as progress. Pick up a bucket of penetrating radiance tablet additive at your local pharmacy, feed store, or petroleum outlet today and get your digestion back on solid ground. Carson's Toilet Bars now resumes. What's that noise over there? In progress. And by the time the letter from Aunt Mildred arrived, why, winter had already set in. Oh, no! Hmm. Perm wedged the letter into his wooden hand and began to read. Boys, you're Auntie Mildred here. And I'm sure you may be surprised to hear from me, but the news is dire. As it happens, the fire didn't kill the catfish at all. It seems to have emboldened it to the point that it's taken on what I could only describe as the countenance and manner of any yeoman farmer, excepting its terrifying appearance and inability to wear proper breeches. Believe you me, I've tried to bring things to a head plenty of times, but the catfish seems to have sworn off violence now, owing to some past for which he possesses deep regrets. Over the last month, he has constructed a modest cabin and is now growing turnips and pumpkins. I've tried to involve Sheriff Winters, 
But I am convinced that the two of them are having personal relations. Oh, no. Well, Tuck didn't need to hear a word more. He snatched the letter from Perm and pledged then and there to make the harrowing trip to far north Minnesota. Goodness, Grandpapa, how far could that possibly be? Why, that trip would be over a thousand miles and in the middle of winter to boot. They'd be okay as long as they drove to Woolworths to get winter coats and mittens? Drive to Woolworths. I've got good news, boy. Your kind of stupidity will be studied long after your inevitable and untimely death. Why, it would be more than 70 years before automobiles would be readily available. There would be no trip to Woolworths. Aww. Why, since the preacher's visit, they were solely possessed with a magical green tobacco. They brought with them only a satchel of pork rind, the remaining nearly quarter ton of material pulled by every horse on their farm was in the form of the mysterious green crop. In mid-December, they set off, and after a week, they had lost half the horses. Oh, no! Mm. Regrouping the teams, they were then beset upon suddenly with a ferocious blizzard. Holy shit! Oh, my God. Language? Where did you get this kid? Little did Perm and Tuck know they had drifted far west into what we now know are the Kansas Plains. They were desperate. After three particularly blistering days, the weather finally slowed to flurries. They found themselves alone in over a foot of snowfall. The only remaining steed with all four legs pointed straight up out of the snowbank, frozen stiff. Within a week, they had eaten that poor horse. Oh, no. Yes. And when the icy conditions began to finally take Perm's leg, Tuck could only think of his own lurching hunger. Whatever do you mean, Grandpapa? Well, what I mean is food was food, children, and meat was meat. So Tuck slid his knife from its sheath and positioned it over the joint. And now a message from the Wells Hatcher Marriage Enrichment Institute. Victor Petrolio here. How many of you wives out there have husbands returning from war? Are things a little chilly this winter after he admitted that fling with a double-jointed sewage maintenance officer in Paris? What about after you fessed up to getting your prescription filled at the apothecary a few Saturday evenings with conscientious Charlie? You can both take a step in the direction of brighter days at the Wells Hatcher Marriage Enrichment Institute. Dr. Wells Hatcher is a world-famous spear fisherman, and his 56-step program will guide a missile of mature loving that will pierce any malaise and pin your soul, spirit, mind, and body together as they were meant to be. And just as Dr. Wells Hatcher is dedicated to removing all social obstacles to those you love most, Parsons After Toilet Body Pomade is designed to ensure that any remnants of your recent visit to the little dark room remain there. Mothers, pick up Parsons After Toilet Body Pomade for 25 cents a can the next time you have your tank topped off. Parsons Toilet Bars now resumes. What's that noise over there? In progress. Well, why did Santa have to die? Oh, but you see, that wasn't really Santa. It wasn't? No, no, my little moron, not at all. You may remember that security guard, old Saint Nick, overpowered on the way into the hydraulic plant? Oh. 
Well, Santa merely grabbed a spare suit out of his sleigh and stuffed that gruff customer into it. It was his body and not Santa's that was set ablaze. Oh, Grandpapa, what happened to Heechuk, the native that helped pull down the moon? Mm. Well, I'll tell you, both he and Santa remain friends. In fact, they both went to work for a wonderful company called Parsons, where they still work today. Part of their Christmas magic is sprinkled over every Parsons toilet bar, after toilet pomade, and a whole variety of useful household products. All right now, children, it's time to open your presents. Be nice. Please be nice. Grandpapa, mine's a person's toilet bar. Yes. I also got a toilet bar. That's right. You can wash with it, eat it, even set a piece of it off on the 4th of July. That's wonderful, Grandpapa. So I wish you a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good night. I bet you don't get paid toilet bar. Stuff it up your ass, little mouth. Thank you to Mortimer Hornbrine and the Jasper Twins, Elysia and Mercury. Winifred Algonquin, what time is it? Let me see. It's strange. The clock seems to have stopped. Hmm. So it has. Why, look there, Winifred. Could it be? Why, yes. It's the Sergeant of Arms from the Pomegranate House for Impaired Children, Sergeant Avery McRae. Sergeant McRae, what a surprise to see you on this chilly Christmas evening. I don't suppose you know anything about clock repair? Ah, uh, no, ma'am. Uh, awful sorry for the trouble there. The uh, doctors used a copper coil and capacitor to reattach my hip after Colleccio. Tends to mess up the clocks and make old people bleed. How absolutely fascinating. Ma'am, I have to confess I'm here on very important business. Shall I ready the cigar room and prostitutes? No, I'm afraid there's no time for that. I'm actually here to make a public appeal. How could the simple-minded people in our audience possibly help? Put simply, every precious child in the 50 beds at Pomegranate Manor are in desperate danger of their well-being. Go on. Well, as you know, the Commander and I enjoy gambling a great deal. The plain fact of it is that between us, we lost both our operating capital and reserves in games of Pinochle and on cocaine sandwiches while on leave in Saskatchewan. We're destitute. And the mortgage comes due in just a few days. We don't have a flat dime to put towards it. What about the children? Surely they have some money? I'll be honest with you, that was the first well we tapped. To a kid, they all claimed they were broke. Hmm. Claim? Did you try putting the screws to them? We sure did, but no dice. Fact is, we bit off a little bit too much, and the commander got sliced up pretty bad by an 11-year-old from Queens. Does the commander have a life insurance policy you could cash in? Maybe you could just finish him off in his sleep. No, I'm afraid not. So you can see why I've come here. You folks are our last resort. Well, when it comes to children, you need only ask. Tell us how we can help. I'm honestly a little bashful to ask, but I was hoping I could hold the two of you hostage. Just for enough, though, to smuggle the kids to Libya, me and the commander can put them to work out there making munitions. It's a small factory, but it's a start. Oh, Victor, what do you think? I, I don't know. I have to say I wouldn't mind being locked away for a night with you. Oh, Victor. Uh, before you decide, these things can drag out a few days, and I only have this cornmeal paste to feed you both. Oh, Victor, I absolutely crave cornmeal paste. 
Let's throw away the spoils of this comfortable, decorated mantletop existence. Why, what about your husband and my two wives? Don't you see, Victor? It's for the children. It's always all of it been about the children. So what do you folks say? I say, we're in. Yes, we're both in. I can't thank you folks enough. First things first, Sergeant. Yes, sir. We're going to get you some pants, my friend. Parsons Toilet Bars. What's that noise over there concludes its program. Stay tuned for news headlines at the bottom of the hour, following this brief message for Parsons After Bathing Balm. If you're already using Parsons Toilet Bar, thank you. But if you're suffering its inconvenient rashes and boils, add Parsons After Bathing Balm to your routine. Merry Christmas to all who celebrate, and Happy Holidays to all of our listeners, friends, and family, extended and otherwise. Be sure to join us for our upcoming live event from the abandoned tar recycling kiosk in Soundview in the Bronx, where we will be signing water-damaged copies of The Good Earth by Pearl S. Buck. All proceeds to go to the restoration of the inflatable Yule Brenner likeness in front of the Bucky's Barbecue Astoria location. We'll see you next time. <laughs>